How are America's largest corporations embracing foreign and domestic medical tourism? And how can small and mid-market clients benefit too? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and chief transformation strategist, David Saltzman. This episode of the Shift Shapers podcast is brought to you by Captivated Health, a captive insurance arrangement designed specifically for educational institutions. If you have clients in that vertical, you know the healthcare deck has been stacked against them. Today, Captivated Health offers the stability, control, and savings they've been waiting for. For more information, go to www.captivatedhealth.com or click on the company logo on the Shift Shapers website. On this episode of Shift Shapers, we're pleased to be speaking with Laura Carabello. Laura is founder and principal at CPR, Strategic Marketing Communications, and she's been at this in a variety of capacities with a variety of interests over the last 30 years. She's got a really, really broad spectrum of interests, and we're going to hone in on something that she started focusing on about 10 years or so ago, which is something we talk about, but Laura's perspective is a little bit different, and that's medical tourism. And We always talk about it in terms of international, and we'll start there, but I think you'll be surprised at where the conversation may go. So with that, welcome, Laura. Thank you. So as I said, we've spoken on the podcast a number of times to a variety of guests about medical tourism, and it it always focuses on international. There is some really cool stuff going on internationally, isn't there? There sure is. There are a lot of uh, countries that want to attract U.S. citizens, consumers. Now they're going after the employers. And I think the ones that are having the most success are probably the ones that are closest to the United States. The proximity for travel is very important. So we're seeing the Latin American region really coming up strong in the marketplace. The Caribbean, Mexico, of course, is a major player now. And I think we're going to see more of that as we go along. The international market is is was where medical tourism really started and where I started 10 years ago. If I could just clarify what David introduced me as, my interest has always been in healthcare and CPR has always been involved in healthcare, both on a domestic and an international level in all aspects, everything from life sciences to benefits, a real focus on benefits and employers, self-funding, and all the services and support programs that go along with providers, the payers, and all the intermediaries, the brokers, the TPAs, the people who are advising about benefits. So I've always been involved in healthcare. But about 10 years ago is really when I got started in medical tourism, and it was really on the international level. At that time, India, of course, was a very big hotspot for cardiology. It still is because it's very inexpensive. And the rest of the world has really taken off when it comes to medical tourism. 
What has been the phenomenon for the last seven or eight years is this focus on the U.S. as not only a destination for the world to use, because a lot of people still think that America has the best health care. So people from all over the world want to come to the United States. So it's not only people leaving the United States to get less expensive, more accessible care outside the United States, but those who are traveling to the United States and the new phenomenon, which I call intrastate medical travel has really started to take off because people are traveling and employers are traveling their workforces all over the country to access care at centers of excellence. And I should point out that about 10 years ago is when I first started publishing Medical Travel Today, which is a international focus on medical travel. And we have about 35,000 subscribers now worldwide. And we get hundreds, literally hundreds of people a week wanting to subscribe to this newsletter, which began as a very, very small sort of cottage project for me, just because I was passionate about medical travel. And to about seven or eight years ago, when I opened the the new publication, which was U.S. Domestic Medical Travel, which really focuses on the U.S. market, inbound, outbound, and interstate. And that's where I think the market is going. I think this domestic medical travel is really taking off because employers are really looking at the opportunity to access care, quality care, high quality care, at a more reasonable cost. And that's not only for surgery, but for other procedures, treatments, people don't mind traveling anymore. I should say that the international market is still very, very strong. I'd like to point out to one particular program that I've become familiar with, and that is in Mexico. It's actually in Cancun. So people don't think of Cancun as Mexico per se, but almost a separate country. But the the interesting thing about this program is it's was organized, started, and developed by U.S. orthopedic surgeons who saw the opportunity to provide pre- and post-care in the United States by doctors in the United States who are covered by U.S. malpractice, and then do the surgery in Cancun, where the pricing is so much cheaper. And of course, the bundled pricing is what is the attraction to the employers. So uh, some people call it a hybrid. I like to call it the Domestic International Program because it's called the North American Specialty Hospital. So it is U.S., it's U.S.-based, but the surgery is done in Cancun. And I can tell you that the hospital is great. It's got a, a Sheraton hotel attached to it. And so you, you could, you might as well be having this done at any state in the United States, but you're in the, a lovely, lovely region of Cancun where the weather is always great and the atmosphere and the ambiance and the care is top notch. So those are the kinds of interesting approaches that are starting to happen all over the world where we are getting a new, a new look at healthcare and people don't mind traveling. Employers now recognize the opportunity. I wrote about a, a company in Wisconsin, Ashley Furniture. In fact, we did a big interview with their director of benefits because they adopted this program and they're using the Cancun location and people really love it. They love the fact that they can travel. They love the fact that the employers usually for this kind of opportunity, because the pricing is so much better, they relieve the patient of the copay. There's no copay. There's no deductible. They pay for the travel and they still wind up saving a ton of money. And when I say a ton, it could be as high as 60% 
on, on a joint replacement surgery. So that's, those are the trends that are happening. Uh, of course, the U.S. hospitals are stepping up now to be competitive and they're going after the employer market. I see a lot of domestic business coalitions, the ones we know about, the big national alliance, and of course, all the state coalitions and business purchasing coalitions. But I'm also seeing a lot of coalitions forming. There's one particular group out of Boston, the Burlington, Massachusetts area, that's forming its own coalitions where they're aggregating mid-sized employers to come together and do this kind of purchasing. And they're putting together these opportunities. There's one, uh, there's a broker out of Oklahoma that's also doing it that I have lined up for an interview as well. There's one out of California. So we see a lot of trending in the industry going toward quality and better cost, whether it's located in the United States or it's located in Cancun. It's up to the individual and it's up to the employer. But I think that's where the opportunity is for the brokers. Well, it's it's interesting because if we go all the way back, medical tourism internationally never really took on the way a lot of us thought that it, it might take on and yet we're starting to see some cracks, as you point out, like the, the hospital in Cancun and, and there are other facilities nearby. And I think you're right. That proximity is kind of a, a comfort blanket for a lot of folks. But there's a lot of domestic medical tourism going on. And, and that was embraced by larger jumbo corporations quite some time ago. Talk about how that came about and why that's important. Okay, the large jumbo employers, the Walmarts, the Lowe's, the JetBlues, the ones who are what we call the jumbo employers, were really the pioneers in this because they recognized if they could get better outcomes, if they could negotiate using the strength of their numbers and the strength of their buying power to negotiate better rates with the hospitals and the surgical providers, they would save money. And they are saving money. But it's interesting how they're saving money. Not only are they saving it on the surgery, but they're saving it on the surgery that's not done so that the patients who sign up for this, who are, they do it right now, it's voluntary, although some of them I think are moving toward mandatory using this benefit. They're signing up for the bundled pricing. They're signing up no copay, no deductible, and they're going to centers of excellence throughout the United States. But the interesting thing is because of the rigorous pre-surgical evaluation that's going on, they are, some of, many of them, I shouldn't say some, many of them are not really candidates for surgery. Either their BMI is not right or they haven't given up smoking or for some reason they have a condition that was not made clear when they signed up. So we understand that nearly 50% of the joint replacements have not taken place. So they're saving money on the surgery that's done and the surgery that's not done, which is a very, very interesting phenomenon that has occurred. But what I see now in the market is that the mid-market understands this opportunity. It's not just reserved for the large jumbo corporations. This is filtered down to the mid and even the small markets where they're getting together in business coalitions, the Midwest Business Group, the Florida Group, the Texas Group. And there's a lot of business coalitions, plus the now private coalitions that are making it possible for these smaller companies to come together, aggregate their purchasing power, and go out there and get it done for a lot less money. And the quality is still the key. Nobody wants to sacrifice quality. So while the cost is lower, and in many cases, a lot lower, 
It's really the quality because the quality limits the readmissions, the infection rates, the medical errors. I mean, that's what they really look at. So I'm working with a lot of providers now who understand this opportunity, private surgery centers, big doctor groups, hospitals, of course, all over, and not necessarily the high-profile hospitals. Smaller hospitals that have a dedication to excellence have figured out how to do the bundled pricing and can offer this opportunity now to the employers. They see this opportunity. And that's where I find myself and my practice is Connecting, getting these hospitals ready for prime time and getting these providers ready for prime time and then matching them up with the hospitals, uh, with the, with the hospitals and the surgery centers that are most attuned to the employer market. So I work with a lot of these coalitions, helping them, a lot of them. I'm helping a lot of these providers get ready for this prime time. And it's this matchmaking that I think is such a phenomenon in the marketplace today. But the hospitals have to be ready. The providers have to be ready. It's not simply offering the same old, same old service. It's a really unique service. You've got to put yourself in the place of the employer. The person who's making this recommendation to travel, his, his or her job is on the line. So it's, it's a really a question of not only delivering the care, the quality care, but being able to deliver it in, in a consistent manner and across the board for numerous procedures, whether it's surgery or it's a treatment, a specialized treatment. And it's really extending now to specialty pharmacy. David, would you like me to talk about that? And now a word from our sponsor. Captivated Health is a single source solution for your clients and prospects who are in the education vertical. The founders of Captivated Health have nearly 20 years experience working with educational institutions. And over that time, They've developed a keen understanding of the unique problems these clients experience. Frustrated by a lack of control, the unpredictability of ever-increasing health care costs, and the pressures and regulations of the Affordable Care Act, these groups have been adrift in the fully insured commercial marketplace until now. Captivated Health has built a program that solves those problems, and it does so with virtually no disruption to faculty and staff while saving clients millions of dollars. We wanted you to be among the first to know that Captivated Health is building a national distribution partner network so you can bring this cutting-edge solution to the educational clients you advise. To learn more about the Captivated Health solution, go to their website at www.captivatedhealth.com or click on their logo on the Shift Shapers website. And now, back to our interview. We can in a moment. I had a question, though, before we go into specialty pharmacy, and that is, is is this all of this tourism, whether it's domestic or international, is it still confined pretty much to the self-funded, partially self-funded, if you prefer, marketplace, or is it bleeding into the fully insured markets as well? It is some in the fully insured, but obviously in the self-funded is really where it's the sweet spot is. I'm hearing more and more from these coalitions that these are the self-funded companies. However, you don't have to be self-funded to do this. There are fully funded groups that are doing it. And by the way, it's also ERISA's plans, programs that are taking advantage of this too. Municipalities all over the country are accessing care this way. So it's it's a very interesting phenomenon. Nobody needs to be left out. Nobody left out of this scenario. All right. So let's talk about everybody's favorite subject du jour, which is pharmacy. Yes. Well, pharmacy 
of course, everybody knows that it's the biggest problem and specialty pharmacy is a major, major problem. I think what has happened is consumers originally found out, you know, if they live up north and they travel across the border to Canada, they can get their drugs cheaper. But it even goes deeper than that now with the employers. There are new programs and the program in Cancun is going to offer this as well. Um, And it was one of the things that Ashley Furniture was very interested in, where the diagnosis and the prescription is given in the United States and then the patient travels to Cancun for the actual dispensing of the medication. And I'm talking about Harvoni for Hep C. I'm talking about Embril. I'm talking about a whole range of specialty pharmacy that can be had at, are you ready for this? You know, 80% savings. And we're talking about $100,000 treatment for Hep C going down to $29,000 out of the country. And I think that's where the opportunity is phenomenal. Do people, do, do people who are on medications like Harvoni or like Emerald, which I'm familiar with, do they travel monthly to pick up these prescriptions? How does that work? It depends on the prescription. I think for the Harvoni, you go down there for a few days and I'm not a doctor. So I never, you know, I'm sort of dangerous because I know, I know a little bit, but I'm, I'm not a physician. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a clinician at all, but I think they go down there for the original treatment. Then they come back once. So it's not a big deal. And even with the travel, and by the way, you have to travel with a companion. That's one of the rules and regs of sort of medical travel. And, and I endorse that wholeheartedly because as you even know in the United States when you wa- when you need medical care and you have to check into a hospital you need an advocate you need somebody to go with you kind of navigate what you're doing how you're checking in what the doctor said what the treatments are so when you travel for care when you travel for treatment yes you should be having a companion with you but the costs are so dramatically different that employers are saying, oh, wow, I haven't seen anything like this ever. And the patients love it. You know, in the case of the going to Mexico or the Caribbean, you know, you're talking about a nice little vacation and you get your medicine and everybody's saving a ton of money. So I think that's what is so attractive about this. There are so many opportunities. I could dial back a little bit to the high food treatments that were going to be given, the ultrasound treatments for prostate cancer. When they weren't available in the United States, they are available now. But when they weren't, you were able to get them in Mexico. So I think there are a lot of interesting opportunities out there for brokers and intermediaries and TPAs to bring to the employers. And the employers themselves should know about these innovations because the more you know, the more you can take advantage of. And it's not that hard. If you have the right information and you know the right brokers and you know the right opportunities, there are opportunities to save a a really a bundle. I use that word because everything is bundled pricing now to save a bundle and to get the same high quality care that you would expect from a center of excellence in the United States. But when you choose a center of excellence in the United States, you can't, you know, if a hospital says they're a center of excellence, doesn't mean they're a center of excellence. You really have to dig in. And I think you really need a lot of guidance from the right TPA or the right broker who, who is dialed into what is really quality using you know, Quantros data or using outcome data, leapfrog ratings. I mean, this is really where the, where the rubber meets the road in choosing the right center of excellence. 
Is this at the present time something that's really only available on an employer platform or is it available to or starting to become available to individual consumers? Well, it started with the individual consumers. Believe it or not, that's how medical travel got started. People were using medical travel to access care for procedures like facelifts and and all kinds of dermatology procedures that were, you know, not covered by their health plan. So it started with the consumer. It hasn't ended with the consumer because consumers are still traveling. They're doing they were doing their homework before the employers were doing their homework. And they're still doing it. They're going online, they're researching, they're sh- going through the internet, you know, if it, I I hear all kinds of stories. I mean, I hear some bad stories, but I hear bad stories from everywhere in the world. It's not necessarily just in Brazil that you hear a disaster story. You hear about them everywhere. But now the employers said, aha, if I, if, if this is good for one person, why can't I do it for all of my covered benefits? Why can't I use it for joint replacement? That was the low-hanging fruit. And then they went on to cardiology. Now we're seeing oncological bundles. We're seeing bundling in just about everything. And while CMS has said the bundles are not really what they want, the employers and the commercial market is all in. They want bundled, they want bundled pricing, and the providers are giving it to them and giving it to them in a very attractive manner. I mean, you can go in Chicago. I I, I understand one woman who actually traveled to Cancun with us to find out about the program. She had her knee replaced in Chicago for $80,000. Now, that's just about ridiculous. I mean, that was one of the highest prices I heard. But, you know, down in Cancun, for example, that's a $25,000 all-in bundle. And you can probably get it cheaper somewhere else. I mean, but cheap isn't the, the really what you want. You want the equation between quality and cost. It, quality always has to come first. Good outcomes have to come first. And then the cost is really secondary. But the cost... And the bundling is built in. So now there are opportunities for all kinds of surgery, from bariatric surgery, which we're hearing a lot about now, to virtually any kind of surgery, oncological surgery, every level of surgery and every level of care. Does that give you the full spectrum of what's out there? It does. And that's a great place to end our conversation for today. Laura Carabello, founder and principal at CPR Strategic Marketing Communications. Laura, thank you so much. Thank you, David. The Shift Shapers podcast is a production of Strategic Vision Publishing and David Saltzman. This podcast may not be reproduced in any form, in whole or in part, without the express written permission of the producers. All rights reserved. Mm-hmm.